0: Everybody believe in some gods. But very few believe in the one true God. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? I was just talking to Papa about that. About faith. About... How people can go off, make an idol out of anything. And what is an idol but a god? Mini-god. demigod, Small g type of god. But a god nevertheless, because god is a position, not a name. You often say, he's like a god. He was the god of comedy. He was the Godfather, right? The, the the God of Rock, the God, right? All those Marvel comics. He's a God. What is a God but a supreme, something that is so above and beyond you, undefeatable, something that just cannot be overthrown. Number one in your heart. So yes, the vast majority of people are polytheistic, because they serve and worship many gods. And I'm not talking about yod That's his name that he revealed to the children of Yasharel. Before that, he was simply known as Shaddai, as you can see in the book of Job, or El, Elohim, El-Elyon, El-Yara, all of his names mentioned throughout the scripture. But you serve many gods, and none of them is him. Because most of you, I'm sure, in your vocabulary, use the word luck. Oh, I was lucky. Oh man, that was luck. Good luck. (laughs) Almost everybody, most people, I should say, worship the god, demigod, false illusion of luck. But there is no luck. <laughs> that God does not exist. You know, Israel used to do that. He rebukes them. I believe it's in Ezekiel, maybe 34. It could be off on the chapter when he said, They set up a table for many and God, G A D. Those were Babylonian deities of fortune and destiny. In other words, luck. In Israel, they have a lottery called Chish Gad, again, G-A-D, after that deity, in Israel, out of all places, right? And people gamble, lottery, guessing, you name it. Everybody does it. Well, again, not everybody, but it's a figure of speech. The majority of people, most people gamble to some degree. You believe in luck. But there is no luck because yod heh vav Is in absolute control of everything that happens. And I do mean everything. You roll the dice, he's in control. He controls the momentum of the dice, the strength that you put in the throw, the angle of your palm, the gravitational pull on those dices. Every aspect that we couldn't even think, he's in control. He controls the slot machines. He controls what the dealer handed you at the blackjack table. He controls the lottery. And he controls who wins, who loses, how much money the house makes, who goes bankrupt, and who wins money. Now you can ask yourself, well, why does he do that? Well, that's for him to know and for you to not. (laughs) It's none of your business. But he does. And that's all you need to know. So, if you know that he is in control, why would you ever say luck when you know there's no such thing? See, my mom drove home the other day and she got here like 10 minutes before the thunderstorm began. That was a long drive. The thunderstorm, lightning, and major heavy rain. And she said, Oh, I was lucky. I was uh, what good luck I had. I got here right in time. Like, luck? Seriously? I know there was no luck. I prayed for her, and the Lord brought her home right before the storm began. (laughs) That was no luck. He ordained it. He made it so. He made her leave where she was. He made the traffic conditions just right. He made sure she drove the proper speed. He kept the storm from pouring over. All of those details he kept in line to make sure that she gets home before it started, because she was covered by prayers. And yet, you say you were lucky. Hmm. Yeah, you don't worship Adonai, but that's just one deity <laughs> for so many. Like I said, you're polytheistic, not monotheistic. Mono means you believe in one; poly is many. So, outside of luck, well, of course you have destiny, but you also have society. That's a god. <laughs> Do what everybody does, right? Trying to look like everybody look whatever is in fashion is what you wear, whatever is the slang and the language is what you speak, you dress like them, you walk like them, you talk like them, you eat like them, you drink like them, you watch what they watch, you talk what they talk, you sing what they sing. Society, fashion, trends, that's your God. Because you obey. They even have that brand of clothing named obey. (laughs) It's like, it's it's a Simple as that, so clear and transparent. And of course, all of those people wear it, because they all obey. (laughs) You live by the fashion line that you adore, right? All these people with their Louis Vuitton, that's their god. (laughs) Try to mess with their Louis, they'll kill you. That's their god. Fashion is a very serious god. (laughs) Don't mess with their fashion. (laughs) But how about entertainment? Television? You know, people do like their shows. Huh. Don't tell them they're gonna miss one episode of Survivor, or you know, who wants to be a millionaire, or those other reality TV shows, Big Brother. Whew. Oh yeah, if you tell them they're gonna miss an episode, oh, they'll go on a on a rampage. <laughs> That's their god. And of course, with that goes sports. <laughs> yeah, obviously, we we all know that, right? People can tell you more about the stats of their favorite team than about pretty much anything else in the world. They can tell you more about that than about their children, about their spouse. They know more about their MVP than their own life. That's their God. But other than that, there are religious gods. For many of you, we said it before, it's the organization, the church. For most of you, religious people, it's the cross. You carry that artifact, as if it was some sort of a, a talisman. Why do you need the cross with you? Where is that in the scripture, to carry a cross? He said, bear your cross as a metaphor of of be- of bearing, of carrying your burdens. Bearing a yoke to carry your execution stake, to deny yourself. It's a metaphor. It didn't tell you to carry a physical, you know, small jewelry shape of a cross and a ch- chain or a bead or a necklace or earrings no but you carry that because that's your god you pray to it oh yes you put it in front of you start praying to it don't tell me you're praying to the lord you're praying to the cross and obviously the lord is not a cross so why are you praying to the cross and not to mention many of you have crosses with a dead man nailed and chiseled on top of that cross and you say that's jesus Uh, Last time I checked, Jesus was not a piece of wood. (laughs) He was the word of the living God. So that's not Jesus. That's just a chisel of a man hammered into that cross that you worship. It's an idol. It's not God. It's not Jesus. It's an idol made of wood and stone. Just like Adonai said. The prophets... Said it in Jeremiah, Ezekiel, they will worship idols of wood and stone. Well, that's what you people do, yeah? You didn't get it from the Lord, you got it from paganism. Yet that's your God, because you're not willing to give it up, and that's what you worship. We tell you to stop, and you argue with us. You start telling us, oh, we don't worship it, it's just a a reminder of whatever. It's a graven image. And if you're unwilling to give it up, you expose yourself, and you worship it. See, because if you didn't worship it and we told you to grave an image, you wouldn't argue. You would say, oh, I didn't know. I'll get rid of it. And that would be the end of the story. But that's not what happens. You resist because it's your God. It's quite telling, isn't it? If your heart was with the Lord truly, fully, with Adonai, Yadhei Vavhei, the God of creation, the only living God. If your heart was with him, you would do everything he says and give up anything that you know is not right. See, and the law tests us multiple times, all the time, really. Well, not all the time, but you know, he would give you something and see what you do with it. Then he will ask you to give it back. Give it away. Or he will take it away. <laughs> See how you respond. If your heart is with the Lord, you shouldn't care too much. Sure, you'll be sad for a moment. It's like, oh, I like that. But that's about it. <laughs> because your heart is with the Lord, not with a toy. You know, he, he can take my toys. Still, I will serve him. Look what happened to Job. He lost his children, lost his flocks, lost his health, Everything. And he still served the Lord, didn't he? He was tested. Abraham was tested with his son. He gave him the son that he wanted. And then he wanted to take it back as a test. He said, Abraham, give it to me. He's looking to see if you're willing. See, sometimes he gives it back to you. Sometimes he doesn't. I've had things he gave it back to me. You know, I went on my trip back in the day. Some of you know. Left everything behind. Eventually he told me, Go back home. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I laid my life besides, and I was willing. I laid my life in his hands. And when he knew he had my heart, he said, now you can go back. But don't go back spiritually. Go back physically. Because it's fine to have items, to possess items, as long as the items don't possess you. It's fine, I can have all kinds of stuff, but I don't care for them. It's not, they're not my God. If a robber comes in, breaks into my house, steals it, fine. It's whatever, just stuff, just money, just a piece of gold, just a necklace. Sure, it's my grandmother, inheritance, whatever. It's just stuff. Yes, I appreciate it, take care of it, but it's stuff. It's tough. I clean my computer, I clean my, my, you know, my Torah, my shelf, my shofar, take care of it. But it's stuff. The word of God is not the parchment and the ink. It's the spirit. You can take the Torah, you can burn the Torah, it doesn't matter. Sure it does, but, you know, I'm not saying do it. But if it did happen to happen, well, that's fine, I'll get another copy. It's not the book itself. It's not the piece of paper that I care most about. These material things are temporary anyway. It's the word of the Lord that is in our hearts. I don't need to walk around with the Bible. I have one, yes, and I read it, yes. But it's already in my heart and I have the Holy Spirit. So whether I have one or not, I don't need it. I can be fine just walking with the Lord. And that goes with anything else. But you people are not willing to give those things up. Because, again, you're polytheistics and those things are your gods. Like I said, it's very telling. You are very revealing, all of you. You cannot hide who you are. It just it comes out. So we talked about luck. We talked about fashion. We talked about sport, entertainment, religion, artifacts. Well, let's talk about the biggest one. Sure, there are more, but you know, we can't be here that long. (laughs) So let's talk about yourself. Because for most of you, the biggest God is you. Yep. You. Stubbornness. Your own will. Your opinions. You want what you want, and you're willing to do whatever you want in order to get it. And that's it. That's your God. You know what the Torah says, but you want what you want. You know what the speed sign says, but you want what you want. You know what the IRS told you to give, but you want what you want. And you're willing to break any law, no matter who gives it to you, because you are God. And you supersede any other authority. Because you are unwilling to submit to any other authority, because you are God. Ever heard of that thing? Everybody is their own God. Well, yes, you think you are. You're not the creator God, but you make yourself God. God you place yourself in the position of God over your life, number one in your heart, you listen to yourself. That's why Samuel told King Shaul, stubbornness is as idolatry because you make an idol out of your own opinion, out of your stubbornness, out of your own will. Whatever you want, that's what goes, and that's your idol. Instead of listening to the Lord, you listen to yourself. And that's where most people sin and commit uh, idolatry not idolatry, idolatry from idol, because you make an idol out of yourself and you gotta keep yourself in check because we are humans, you know we have opinions, we have emotions but more than that, we should have obedience to the Lord it's fine to have an opinion (laughs) if I always agreed with the Lord I would be the Lord, but I don't (laughs) because I have my opinion and you know it's not God's will, but I submit. Doesn't matter if I think it's right, I think it's wrong, doesn't matter, because He is God of my life. Not me. He is. Always. Above all. In all. Through all. So I surrender, and He's my God. I don't prioritize myself what I want. Many of you do what you want. You're not willing to listen. We tell you, like I said, to stop doing this and this, you don't listen. Stop breaking the Sabbath, you don't listen. Stop eating pork, you don't listen. Because you are your own God. So remember that. Everybody believes in God. More likely, God's plural. Just not the creator God. There is no such thing as atheism. You just believe and serve and worship a different God. You are an idolater, a fornicator, and a paganizer. And you will not inherit the kingdom of yod because he is not your God. You will inherit the kingdom of your God, which is no kingdom at all because they do not exist. Goodbye.